0: You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. Hey, it's your boy Tom here and we are back. Oh, boys, I promised two weeks in a row, this might be the first time all year that we've gone back to back. And look look at D'Angelo. Can everybody just take a minute? If you can't if you can't see because you're listening, my man D'Angelo is sitting in his closet like he's R.
1: Kelly. He's
0: trapped in the closet. Yeah, you don't you don't <laughs> know where I am. You see,
2: you
1: see you see dressers back there or drawers back there. You just assume that I'm in the closet. It's unbelievable. Oh
3: well, it's crazy that his closet is the size of most people's bedrooms.
1: Right, right. How about Rich money? How did, can't hide money what do you see that at? You see a background.
3: Can't hide destroyed. money with his where, where with that? his 1000 square foot closet over there.
1: Oh my god, these lies. <laughs> they come from anywhere. <laughs> yeah, so I'm pretty
0: sure I saw your closet listed on Airbnb the other day.
1: <laughs> they
3: said it said uh watch the shoes because there's like 300 pairs of shoes but you're there's a bed in the middle.
1: Right, right. It's it's wild to me that you don't see any of that in the background. In fact, I'm so close to the dressers and the closet is so small that I'm crammed in here if it was a closet, which is not a closet.
0: (laughs) Uh-huh,
3: uh-huh. Just know there's people in New York that will pay $800,000 for that big of a house that you're in right now. Right.
1: right.
3: <laughs> Unbelievable.
1: What, what do we got on the docket for today, guys? Well, I, obviously, it's bash me. Well, you
0: know, that's every week. Then well, we, we have to. Like, you got terrible
3: audio. You're not in front of your computer. Like, I don't know. We have to bash you,
1: right? It's Isn't that commonplace? I- yeah, I don't know what's going on with my internet, man. It breaks down and like it just randomly logs off, dude. Which which brings me to I guess the topic that we can kick this off. Like, well, D'Angelo, you need to you need to expand your
0: internet. Your house is so large, your internet's not covering all of it. That's that that that's long. <laughs> <wild. laughs> that is <wild. laughs> Look, you can't even. Can't even find you a trusty. Uh, you can't. You can't even afford a trusty tripod for your phone or something.
1: Right, dude, dude, dude. I, look, I'm trying, man. I promise you, I am. <laughs> I right, tried everything that I possibly can. But what do y'all see technology going? Like obviously, like if you went back forty or fifty years, the internet didn't exist. iPhones, like none of that. Yeah, you gotta go
0: that back that far. I'm talking about whenever I was in elementary school. You didn't have iPhones and right, you know, internet what, what, was just coming
1: around. Where, where do you see technology going like? Obviously, like you was looking at the Jetsons and you saw the flying cars, and that's that was supposed to be the future. So, so what is the future? What does it look like from a from a from a technology standpoint? I don't know if you guys are Black Mirror fans. But I've seen a lot of those black mirrors and I'm like, I can see that happening in society and in the world with the way technology is going. Like the iPhones, iPhones or the smartphone, let's just say smartphone. Cause you know, for Android users and smartphones, they're so complex now. Like what's the new, what's the next best thing? Like what's the next, how do, how do you make the smartphone better?
3: Have you seen the movie, um, uh, Terminator? Yes. That's what I envision it being. With the way we're doing with all this AI, it's crazy. AI is really, I think that's the the route everything's going. Everything's heading towards AI, uh, some kind of artificial intelligence. You're already doing that with obviously with the phone and stuff. When it's listening to you, they say it doesn't listen. You turn off your microphone and you still get ads automatically on your on your soon as you pull up a page for whatever you were talking about so i think ai is definitely going to keep developing they already had the strike uh because of uh movies because movies were being written with ai not writers so i think it's just going to keep progressing more and more you already see the self-moving robots that are, are shooting basketballs and running around and doing optical courses i think it's they're trying to create sex dolls robot sex dolls they're trying to do robot maids they already have the um Roomba that sweeps for you so i see it slowly transition more and more you also could get a little bit of the irobot feel where you have a robot that is basically your butler cleaner for the house i could see that eventually be in the future now that's still probably 20 30 years away
0: gary yeah are you stopping all human interaction if they make a realistic sex doll
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> I
1: would
3: I would never spend money for one of those yeah. I'm getting, I, I'm, I'm, It's I I the same thing with strip clothes. I it's a waste of money. I don't need to spend what, money what for that.
1: What does that have to do with AI though? No, I he was talking game. about
3: like the woman's companionship. If I can't get it for free, then I don't need it. It's not that it's whatever.
0: I don't I'm not paying for it. I'm saying Gary's already a recluse. Could you imagine if you know he, he had a, a sex doll that could take care of those needs? He wouldn't need to leave the house ever.
1: <laughs> I
3: don't leave
0: the house. I, I am a, a recluse.
1: <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I found very interesting about artificial intelligence and technology and the direction it's trending. And the only reason why I said something about it is because there's a lot of rappers, singers, voices that are being recorded and I'm talking about there's people making smash hits off of just writing and using the AI voices of rappers. I, I was asking where the technology was going, because if I'm a rapper and let's just say I'm Drake or I'm Eminem and I'm just like, oh, I don't want to write something or well, I don't want to rap something. I'm going to just leave it up to AI, very similar to how you cross names. Uh, and you it pull up the picture of what you're searching for? Like, I think we talked about it last time, Tom. What do you call that? Uh, where you could say D'Angelo and Tiger, and then AI will put me and a Tiger together and create the picture or image for you?
0: Yeah, there's... Uh... Yeah,
1: so if if I'm doing verses, and I'm doing actual songs like this, like, who should get paid? The person that's using the voice, or the person that's actually writing the song... I mean, I, I, obviously, I know of some le- legality issues there, but you don't think that's the new the new wave, like that's gonna come in and, and stick? Who's,
3: who's to say that uh, artists aren't already doing that? Who's to say that they're not releasing CDs that is art? It's AI voices on the CD, and they just have to sing it when they go live. Who's to say that's they're not true. already doing that? They could already be doing that to take off work to save work. How much work has to go into it? you just that's Uh, the thing is you don't you don't know and that's the crazy thing with ai it's getting so crazy like the deep fakes where people can deep fake and act like you're somebody else on the internet and like make a whole video where it's a different person that it's actually not that person and you can and people's lives are getting ruined and stuff like that because of a deep fake like ai like that is outrageous the fact that we keep developing more and more like that and what for up reasoning i don't understand it but
1: but well, think, where do you stop though? What do you stop with technology, Gary? Like, I mean, you gotta keep all. progressing. You gotta
3: you gotta find a way to limit the negatives. You're never gonna stop negatives. There are always gonna be negatives. You gotta find a way to limit the amount of impact that the negatives could have and find ways of whether it be in the coding or whatever, you find ways where things can't be manipulated without you finding out it's real or not. Because right now it's so good you don't you can't tell it two apart. So there has to be some way of encoding something where you can if you if somebody was able to look at it the forensic data of it, they'd be able to say, okay, this is fake. This is not real. But there has to be some kind of way. That's the way you have to do gotta build in safeguards. Yeah. Gotcha. Kill switches and like if it was like robots type thing, you gotta build in kill switches. Certain words is automatically destroys what it is type thing. So you gotta have kill switches. And, and and all of that stuff involved.
1: He broke out the kill switches, bro. Like you know. Well, did you see the uh,
3: the? Jealousy, since you're talking about like technology and rope, and I brought up the robot stuff. Did you see the robot video of a robot they taught to do manual labor? So his job was literally to take boxes, turn around, walk over, put them on the table, and there was like a conveyor belt. Turn around and do it again. Do it. That was what his program was due for eight hours. After fifteen minutes, he turned himself off and deactivated himself. That's how great. <laughs> just think about that. Just manual labor that people do on an everyday basis. A robot did it. Was programmed to do it and turn itself off. And said, "I'm not doing this shit." <laughs> how, think how that's
0: crazy to me. Hey, I got I got one for you right here. So, look, I just put in the chat GPT. I typed in, write me a verse of a rap song about the Cinnamon and Sugar podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. And this Let's is what, this what spit out. All right, you ready?
3: Yep. <laughs> I, I want to hear the rap voice and everything. Let's get it. Oh, I got you. Come on, drop
0: the beat. Drop a beat. We know I don't have a beat. Right. It says, <laughs> yo, gather round. Let me tell you about a podcast so sweet. Cinnamon and sugar where the conversations can't be beat. D'Angelo and Gary, the host with all the flavor. Bringing that heat to your ears like a sonic wave eraser. <laughs> Former NFL stars, they got the knowledge in the game. Spitting and truth and insight, it's never going to be the same. From the huddle to the booth, they made the transition. Now they're dropping gems and wisdom with every single mission. Cinnamon and Sugar, a podcast on the rise. D'Angelo and Gary taking us to the skies. Talking life and sports. Hold on, I lost it because <laughs> it went down too far. Talking life and sports every single episode. You better tune in. It's the hottest podcast mode. <laughs> From the gridiron to the mic, they keep it so real. Sharing stories, taking risks, making every fan feel a connection to the game, to the highs and lows. With Cinnamon and Sugar, you're in the know. D'Angelo with the charisma, Gary with the wit, a dynamic duo, never missing a hit. Touchdowns in the studio, they score every time, bringing the podcast magic like a well-versed rhyme. Cinnamon and Sugar, a podcast on the rise. D'Angelo and Gary taking us to the skies, talking life and sports every single episode. You better tune in, it's the highest podcast in the mode. So don't miss the beat, keep them in your rotation. Cinnamon and Sugar, they're the pride of the nation. The Angelo and Gary—they're the podcast sensation. Bring that spice and that sugar—it's a sweet conversation, <laughs> and that's the
3: end. So uh, that's <laughs> our new uh, intro song. <laughs>
1: yeah. is, is that not wild though? Like, so, so
3: it took so him it, four seconds to get that information. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it's crazy. So, so, so with so with that being said, a whole song was just written. So if we were to take that song, make it our jingle, and that song goes absolutely ape shit with numbers and people like that, who, who's responsible for it? Like, who get rights? Like, is that AI? Is that you? Because so you...
3: I would say... With, you see with, what I'm saying? Like, I don't how do you police that? So this might would be a, a time... It was so long ago that you were in law school, so you may not have an answer because AI wasn't a thing. But I would assume it would come down to whoever like presented the lyrics and made the song. They would have the rights, not chat GPT, none of that stuff. I don't, I think you would automatically, if you made it into a song, that would be the person that has the rights.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely going to be some groundbreaking, uh, (laughs) you know, uh, stuff they're going to be having to be dealing with. But yeah, I mean, I guess because you're the one who prompted the answer, maybe that's why you but yeah it's it's going to get real because real fishy
3: the crazy thing with chat gpt i've messed with it a little bit is you'll never get the same response twice so if he does the same exact uh prompt in there'll be a completely different verse it won't be and, it may use some of the same stuff but there will be completely different words and it'll be all nobody gets the same exact thing when they use chat gpt
1: and what's crazy is it's like okay so So if I'm an artist, do I use this as a way of like writing, like, hey, I'm thinking about writing a song. Let me put in uh, clothes hangers, jeans, a T-shirt, and then like, okay, once it come up with it, I rap it. I'm a famous rapper. Like, who do I do I have to quote where I got the information from? Or no, you
3: you can just say you wrote it. It don't matter. People don't know. Yeah.
1: All right. How about this? And here's what's crazy.
0: Listen to this like in-depth, like <clears throat> in the way that it answers this. So I typed in who was the better football player, D'Angelo Williams or Gary Barnage, right? Listen to like this response. D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage both had successful NFL careers, but they played different positions and had different strengths. So it's challenging to directly compare their overall football abilities d'angelo williams was a running back who spent the majority of his career with Carolina panthers and later played for the pittsburgh steelers he was known for his speed agility and ability to make explosive plays williams had several seasons with over a thousand rushing yards and was a two time pro bowl selection he is widely regarded as one of the better running backs of his era gary barnage on the other hand was a tight end who primarily played for the Carolina panthers and later the cleveland browns while he didn't have the same level of recognition as some of the top tight ends in the league He had a standout season in 2015, earning his first Pro Bowl selection. Barnage was known for his reliable hands and ability to make contested catches. In terms of individual performance and accolades, D'Angelo Williams had a more decorated career, but it's important to note that they played different positions and their impact on the field can't be directly compared. Ultimately, their value to their respective teams depended on their roles they played and the system in which they operated. Both D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage had successful and careers and contributed in significant ways to their teams.
1: And this is from Chat.
0: This is from from (laughs) ChatGPT.
1: But see, that's that's what that's what's crazy though. Like you know, we so we got this technology, and we're advancing in an era where, like, if you go back to the '60s, the '70s, the '80s, and you tell people, even in the '90s, you go back and you tell them, like, hey, this is this is what technology looks like in 2023. I think that those people would think we were crazy. Like, oh, yeah, we don't even write songs anymore, man. We just type in what we want to talk about or listen to. And, like, I I saw an app, Gary, where if you hum the song, it could tell you what the song is.
3: Yeah, the problem is I can't hum any song, so. (laughs) What? I can't hum a
1: song. Oh, that's
3: awful.
2: Yes, you could.
3: What's your favorite song? Anywhere by 112
0: all right try to hum
3: it i couldn't do it i i don't know how it goes i could tell you the lyrics
1: let's see what's the song that everybody knows like
3: nice and slow kelly, by usher
1: I be, r kelly i believe i can fly
3: yeah try to try to hum. i believe i can fly mm-hmm. I, i'm just i'm literally just saying the lyrics underneath my mouth yeah i just want to hear your t- yeah.
0: let's hear your tip mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> that's about it that's about what i got <laughs> I'm literally just saying the lyrics with my mouth closed. (laughs) Oh,
2: my God. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God, man. That was beautiful.
0: That was beautiful.
1: Go ahead, Tom. Take it away, man. I know you got a question.
0: Yeah, I got a question.
1: Sorry. Right.
0: <laughs> I'm going to ask ChatGPT for some good uh, podcast questions. No, I'm kidding. No <laughs> no, so not. He's not first, kidding. Right? I'm, I'm currently getting them. Now, first thing I wanted to ask you all about today was uh, I'm sure you saw that flag football is going to be joining the Olympics uh, when they come to L.A. So I wanted to kind of get y'all's opinion on football being a part of the Olympics, even if it is in the flag football variety. And then also, do you think that NFL players are, one, going to want to play and, two, be the best players? Because I don't know if you ever played flag football, but it can, be, it can be different. So maybe, you know, there are people out there that are better flag football players than NFL football players. What do you think about that?
1: So I'm going to tell you something. I really, when I first saw this, I was like, man, I really like this move. And the reason why I really like this move is because I think flag football is a great way. I'm I'm working my way to where I'm trying to get to now, Tom. So don't, don't I gotta take I gotta take this time. Flag football is a great way for kids or for anybody that's breaking into the sport to learn the game of football without taking the physical abuse that you would take and the injuries and not only injuries, but the the fatalities, uh, there'll be a lot of long-term uh, issues with American football as it relates to the world. But now if I'm able to present to the world flag football to where you're not getting hit, you're not getting folded up, you're not getting banged up, but it's just like golf. It's just like, it's a non-contact sport now where you are now able to show your ability and your talent and not only show your ability and your talent, because if you can make a guy miss your flag, then you can make a guy miss a tackle. So if you're special in a sense of, okay, let me make sure they don't get my flag, then I think, yeah. But it's definitely a a way to grow the sport and not require uh, other countries to have all the things necessary to play a full game that's a field goal post. that's a hundred yard field that's pads that's that's all the stuff because football can be an expensive sport and everybody kind of got to have the same thing like you can you can have shoulder pads and another guy can't have show everybody got to have shoulder pads everybody got to have pads everybody can have uniforms but with flag football we can all have the same uniforms and it's just and the football we can actually play it it's more so dumbing it down uh like soccer like soccer is the world sport because there's not a lot required to play soccer you just need a ball and a couple goals and and you can an imagination and you can make it happen so i think this is a great move that flag football is coming to the olympics but i don't think that they'll ever get the the best players because it's not worth it like you won't get cheetah it's not it's not these guys won't step out and go play flag football because they're not flag football players. It's not a, it's not a, it's not something that they were used to that they'd be used to because flag football honestly is for wide receivers. It not for us, not for running backs, but yeah, I think it's a great way to develop football players though.
3: All right. So when I first saw the news, I thought it was trash and hated it. Oh um, God. I thought it was a joke. Um uh, it makes no sense in the realm of, of, uh, of an actual being a sport that, that is in the Olympics. Um, and then as I've seen more and heard more about it, my opinion stayed the exact same. Are you it is Gary? terrible? It now I'll give it to you. It's a great thing for the game to grow internationally so yes. people can learn a yes. little bit about it. But like you said, it's only made for wide receivers and DBs and QBs, nobody else. That there's a lot more people in the field than those players. That's what flag football is made for, not for everybody else. And you're not going to get that. I think if you really wanted to grow the game tremendously, you donate. All the colleges, all the pro teams, when they refurbish all their uh, shoulder pads, pads, helmets, you donate them to other countries so they can b- build the sport. And you get them that stuff so they don't have to buy it. You're you're throwing it away anyways. So you might as well donate it if you wanted to grow. I think flag football is it's it's a way to make money for the NFL because uh, they're really promoting it. They're going to promote it so much. They're going to make a lot of money off of it. But, like, like, it's only meant for a select few type of players. Anybody can go out there and try. You're not going to be good if you're not a wide receiver or a DB or QB. Yes, yes, you're not going to be good at it. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. As for will we see NFL players, they're going to talk all this height. They want to do it. They want to do it. The NFL is going to be excited about it. They're not going to do it because the NFL is not going to let them do it because it's it takes place in between the OTAs and training camp. You do not want a player to go tear his ACL playing in the Olympics for flag football and miss your whole season, especially a star player. You're not going to see teams allow those players to go. And yes, D to your point, it does help for no longer getting concussions and stuff like that. You're still going to get concussions though. You're going to get more ACLs, more pulled hamstrings and groins in flag football than, than you would be in normal football because that is constantly on the go. No breaks ever. But I don't like flag football being an Olympic sport. Uh, I think the better route would have been you make it a professional sport versus an Olympic sport. That way you get people involved in it, and you get players from other countries where they want to start playing, and then they can actually play a professional flag football. They may already have one. It's just not talked about, not brought up, or anything like that, but versus just thrown into the Olympics because it's just – I don't know. I just It's not something that should be the Olympics – I also – I saw cricket also got added. I don't really understand cricket. I just know cricket games can last 48 hours, three, four days at a time. I don't know how that fits into an Olympic schedule either.
1: Gary, is power walking not an Olympic sport?
3: I hope not. I don't don't know if it is or not. (laughs) I I think. But I – But power walking is anybody can do it. Anybody can't do flag football and be good at it.
1: No, but that that's any sport though, Gary. anybody Not anybody can play golf and be good at it. Not anybody could uh, run and be good at it. Not anybody can play football and be good at it. All I'm saying is, is that you got an opportunity and you got a chance. I mean, I, I'm not saying that you're going to go in and you're going to dominate in these flag football games, but I'd like to think that we're so far advanced at football in America that even when we played the world in flag football, it should be a learning curve for them because they don't play it that much.
3: Um, you debatable. As we we've, we've seen how much they play in other countries through AFWB, we know they know yeah. they know American football. They they play with pads and all that kind of stuff. Yes, there's players out there that can do the flag football and that will be good at it. But I just I think it'd be I think it's better off to become a more mainstream professional league than an olympic sport personally because olympic sport then are you going to start allowing colleges to do it you're going to start have college teams that are that you can get scholarships for it because how are you going to pull these best players and how are you going to find the best players you're going to hold tryouts because if you hold tryouts and the nfl players get to go nobody else is going to get to be on the team with nfl players that's just that's just that's just the reality if the nfl players were allowed to do it that is literally going to be your team. Nobody else in the United States is going to get the opportunity to play in it. So you just basically used the NFL as, a, as the platform to get your flag football team. But I don't think NFL players will be in it because the teams aren't going to let them. But if they did, your whole team is going to be NFL
1: players. So, so, my, so my, my entire team that's on my flag football team for America, none of them played. None of them will play in the National Football League because I'm convinced, Gary, that we have such a such a large crop of athletes here in the United States that we could put together on a flag football team and go out and dominate other countries. Won't even be close, Gary. Because we, we're so much, so far at, in advance than everybody else in that field from a standpoint of, yes, you're right, Gary. It is developed in other countries. They do play football. You're absolutely right. They do all these things. But now there's a, a drop-off after maybe that fourth or fifth or third-string person because you're going to have injuries. You're going to have people go down. Now, now when I say we got, for every star you find in another country, we got 700 of those over here. So what I'm saying is is our roster is going to be deeper, Gary. Not only is our roster going to be deeper, we're going to know exactly what it is that we need to do to win because we putting the damn thing together, Gary. We putting yeah, it together. I agree. So we're going to put it together based on the things that we know. So going into it, you're behind the A ball anyway, because one, you, your talent level is not the same. You're not pooling from the same talent level because your country national sport may be soccer. It might be ping pong. It might be something else other than American football. And I think that's where we win.
3: Yeah, it would be interesting. time, what's your do, thoughts?
1: do you do you guys think, cause I mean, I have to imagine
0: you've probably seen it in your career. Um, but I just more so think that there's it just has to be, but there's got to be some athletes out there that could be top athletes in the NFL if they weren't afraid of getting hit. So, do you think that some of those athletes shine in flag football? I
3: don't know. I, I feel like I, money's I a. Very high motivator.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's another thing, Gary. Like, all right, so we're we're pulling guys from all these various locations. Um, they well, just they for make, example,
0: for example, somebody like LeBron, that's just a really good athlete, really big. If he doesn't have to worry about getting hit, is he going to be a top? I'm saying, obviously, him he won't he's make younger. the team. I'm just saying him when he yeah, was younger.
1: LeBron, LeBron should not make the th- LeBron shouldn't have made this conversation. He Correct. should have made this conversation. Well,
0: I, I was just giving him for I don't mean him specifically, but like in his prime of his health, you know, he would have been a – he's a top athlete in the whole world. I feel like somebody that's like that could make a flag football team and represent Team USA. They don't necessarily have to be a football player.
3: You have lost your mind. It's man. a whole different it, – it's like it's a whole different uh, skill set. Being <laughs> right, able to turn that's your hands and open, I don't well, think – you can't just go out there and just dominate. But I, think I was saying about flag struggle. football.
0: Flag football is, is totally
3: different from regular football, too. No, though. I agree. But you still have to be – that's what we said. You have to be a good receiver and a good yes. corner because you're playing both ways at the same position. So you're going to be playing corner, you're going to play receiver. You could be a really good receiver, but if you can't play corner, you will not be on that team because they don't have subs. You're literally playing both corner and wide receiver. You have to play both and you get to be a lockdown to be really good at flag football. So, yeah, there could be guys that, like you said, okay, if you want throwing throw in LeBron, yeah, he could be a great receiver. He ain't locking anybody down at corner. He don't got the <laughs> hips for it. I'm sorry.
1: Well, even if they
0: move him to like a linebacker, then there, there is no I linebackers. This
1: conversation has even been had. Man.
3: Flag football, you're playing man coverage the whole time. No, uh, we you play you're, zone. Then you're going to get dotted the whole time because you can't what? rush. <laughs> 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 no, what's, no, what? no, some versions of flag football, you can rush. Yeah, you can rush, but by that time, you all you got to do is sit in the zone. The zone. That's why you can't play zone. Zone's too easy to pick apart in flag football. Yeah, you have to play mm. man, so you have to be have good corners. and Then you're also going to be playing receiver. So like, i I
0: think. I think if you remove the physicality aspect of it, you're going to have some athletes, or even even football players. Like I'm not even saying just natural athletes. But I'm saying even some football players that are just okay, or maybe didn't even make the NFL, would make. A flag football team because you removed the physicality aspect of it. It doesn't
1: no, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Like there's like certain so I'll I'll give you I'll try to give you the best example I can possibly give you. Let's just go running back, for instance. Uh and I'll use myself as an example. Let's just say I'm on the flag football team. I am not a flag football team running back. Le'Veon Bell, flag football team running back. Christian McCaffrey. I mean, Christian McCaffrey, uh, flag football running back. So there's certain running backs that have fit the criteria of playing flag football. And then uh, Adrian Peterson, uh, uh, you you take him out because he's not. Right. You take away what is Derrick Henry. You take away what their biggest thing. Yes. 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 So, So with that being said, with that being said, you put certain guys like that in the flag football mentality. And they, they look trash. They're terrible. You're like, oh, I can't believe this guy is as good as they are. But that's not their strength. That's not what got them there. And that's, what, that's not what's keeping them there. So that's what Gary's saying is when it comes to flag football, even some of the really good football players are going to struggle because they're not, not, they're not flag football players. Well, like, like I, a prime example, like now
3: Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, amazing receivers, athletes. I don't know if they could cover somebody and one-on-one coverage, so they would be the liability on the flag football team. you got to have somebody that can do both. Like, prime example, Travis Hunter of Colorado would be an amazing flag football player because he can shake, move, and he can play both ways. (laughs) Like, that's the thing is you have to be good. You have to be able to play good, good on both sides. You can be extraordinary on one, but if you're terrible on the other, you're a liability and you won't be on the team. They'll take two great a great and great versus an extraordinary and terrible. But if you're great or good good, then but you you be say better. if
0: you're if you're a great receiver, you could probably at least be a good. No, it's DB. all different.
3: Flipping your hips as a corner is completely different than running and breaking down <laughs> on a on a route. I'm going to tell know. you who would Like, been it's, just like a, it's just like a it's just like a linebackers. Linebackers can't play tight end. They can't run a route like that.
1: I will die on this hill. I'll die on this deal. Who would have been one of the greatest flag football players of all time? And when I say his name, you're gonna be like, Yeah, I can see it. Charles Peppers. Julius Peppers. Devin Hester. Oh, yeah. Devin (laughs) Hester. Charles Woodson. Devin he would have been Devin Hester. Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders. Devin Hester would have been better than all of them because he's able to do everything. And not only is he able to do everything. Dante Hall. you you probably would have been you probably would be like oh, ah no, he drops some passes he do that no he wouldn't because he don't have to worry about getting hit he was already fearless getting hit so now you take that factor away like is, I, I I got a lot is of is Michael problem. Vick the the best flag football quarterback of all time? No, he would be the worst because you only run when somebody rush you. So if you wanted to take his ability to just don't rush, don't sit him in the pocket. Yeah, just don't rush. Just don't rush, Lamar Jackson. But rushing is a big part of the game too.
3: But you don't have it's, to. If if they're if that not, if they have ability to run, then you take that away by not rushing, not and then you, you drop another you man in man. coverage. Not if
1: you're playing Michael Vick, you <laughs> play <laughs> play coverage. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well,
0: are are, are either of you going to put your names in the hat to be in the Olympics? Oh, I'm good.
3: Again, nah, we okay. we we're, we're not the type of guys they're looking for. Like I know Rob Gronkowski said he would love to play in the. But he, he, there's no way he can make the team. He can't play defense. He'd have to be the rusher, I guess. But then he's just going to get juked out by the quarterbacks every time.
1: But, but even, even then, as a tight
3: end, like why would you need him on a flag football? You play? wouldn't. That's Wait. the thing. You're not going to yeah. take that guy. I would take Julian Edelman over yeah. over Rob Gronkowski.
0: Tyreek uh, Hill. Tyreek Hill, the number one flag football player uh, in the league right now. I don't know if he could play corner.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Well, we already he saw he got burnt by play. that kid at camp.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's because I just don't know if he could play corner. It's a whole again. People don't understand moving from offense to defense or defense to offense is a whole nother level of skill it takes. Like I couldn't lie and say, oh, I could play linebacker. No, I couldn't. Just like a linebacker can't play tight end either. There's a whole – because a linebacker ain't blocking a soul the right technique. They're not running a route. They're not writing, doing all that. stuff. So I'm not dropping to the right thing. I'm not filling the gaps. On just not going to work.
1: And, see, that's why it bothers me when LeBron James' name come up and we're not talking basketball. Because all the respect that you have for the guys in those other sports, you immediately lose it by bringing LeBron James' name into the conversation time. So stop doing it, okay? <laughs> whether it's flag football, American football, soccer, hockey, ping pong, like whatever you think it is. I understand that this man's body, from a standpoint of you saying he's one of the more pure natural athletes of our time, I get that. I, I get all of that. He's he could be one. He could be regarded as the best basketball player out there. Nobody ever said Jordan can play football. Nobody ever said Jordan was, like, great at golf. Nobody ever said Jordan was any of these things. But for LeBron fans to come out and say that the things they say is crazy to me, bro. Crazy That's because LeBron, LeBron That's played cause they're
0: football. LeBron played football in high school and was all-state.
1: Okay. It was, what's even, it was even crazy. He was, he was
0: all-state in Ohio.
1: Yeah, AI was better than him. Like, Allen Iverson was way better than him in football. From a high school standpoint, if that's what we're talking about, from an athlete,
0: right? But AI is so small. But you they also, don't, they what don't what bring the, up that, it.
3: the thing is you only the only reason you bring up the, the only reason LeBron again this is because he was 6'8", his senior year of high school. You can't they don't they you can't teach that height to somebody. It's just like me. I was six six as a senior. I helped me being really good at tight end and D N because I had the height advantage over people. It's not it wasn't because he was. Just da- dominating routes, he was running goes, and they were just throwing the ball up, and he was better athlete than they were. That's it. I've seen the highlights. <laughs> right. He wasn't yeah. shaking guys. He wasn't making people miss running what, tackles. He wasn't doing that. And situation. what I'm
0: saying you can't is, say that to LeBron fans. You guys, but what LeBron. what I'm saying is that's some of the same type of people he'd be going up against in the Olympics. So why couldn't he do the same thing? Because
1: he couldn't play corner. So so, so this is why it really bothers me because i i know why the lebron james conversations come up the lebron james conversations come up and i'm gonna tell you why gary because i know you don't understand it and i've been thinking about this because it has been bothering me for quite some time we talk about julius peppers being one of those two sport athletes uh he did really well in football he played basketball in north carolina he was on that when i guess he he was the only player or one of the few players to play in a NCAA NCAA uh, Final Four or whatever, and in uh, a bowl game at the same time or in the same year or whatever the case was. Well, anyway, I think LeBron James' names get brought up in conversations related to football because of two things. Because of what the Chargers tight end did and... Uh, Antonio Gates. Yeah, Antonio Gates and uh was it uh gonzalez when he uh it, didn't he play bernie basketball? gonzalez yeah yeah he played basketball but because those tight ends came in and played really well and you know i i'm i'm almost sure that they're going to be all future hall of famers i mean we know gonzalez is but you know uh these tight ends that didn't need to play football and play basketball their whole lives or whatever and then stepped in and play football for one year and ultimately got a scholarship. That's why we have the LeBron James conversations because they're saying that LeBron is more gift, gift. He's more gifted athletically than the guys that are playing tight end right now, like the Antonio Gates when he started. They're saying that LeBron James is far ahead of him, so therefore LeBron James should or would be good in the National Football League. Or you want to mute that
3: League. over there, time? <laughs> Good Lord.
1: You see what I'm saying? So that's what you... That's what you would be, you know... No, left no. With. That, right. That's what I come up with. That, that's the only That's the only thing I can come up with. That's the only logical explanation.
3: Yeah, but... Oh, we got super echo because of time. I'm going to mute him. All right, there we go. Um, so, when it comes to that kind of stuff, though, you're saying... Because of that, yes, Tony Gonzalez, Antonio Gates. Tony Gonzalez did play a little bit of football. Antonio Gates did not. He was more of a basketball guy. But by no means was Antonio Gates. He was a great route runner. We're not going to sit here and say he blocked anybody. Like, I'm not going to say that. Like, he ran good routes, but that's about it. That's about all he did uh, was run routes. And he was good, and he had a good quarterback with him, which helped a lot, too. But I would say it's still it, there's so many other tight ends that have came out that they tried from basketball to tight end, and they were terrible and they didn't succeed. We just don't talk about those guys. We only talk about the two that succeeded. That's what we talk about. We don't talk about the ones that failed and didn't fail. That's what, that's what we that's, that's the problem
1: i uh, i I'm just curious here <laughs> I'm curious, and I hope this doesn't start a fight if you can look at any female athlete what female athlete do you think would translate well to the national football league and what position
3: none really there's not a female athlete that could play in the nfl
0: not one okay
3: <laughs>
0: okay, I got really trying to get us canceled on a Monday morning. I, no, There's nothing no, to cancel. There's nothing. There, that's I, the
3: facts.
1: I, I asked that because I don't think LeBron James can play in this league either. I don't like, think I he feel could either. Very, right. I feel just as strong as Gary feel about like women playing. I'm. I'm. It is a very brutal. You sport. cannot
0: feel just as strong about a woman not being able to play as you could about LeBron James not being able to play. Yes. No, no, I would take that LeBron could make an NBA over any female athlete all day. You're saying that
3: I would agree. He could play in the NFL before a female could play, but he would not be good in the NFL. He'd be terrible.
0: Yeah, he's got to be good. He's got to be good, but yeah, he wouldn't make the team. Same thing. Brock
3: Lesnar didn't make the team. Everybody's all he's an amazing monster. He's strong. He was terrible. He got that's why he got cut.
1: Well, he's not LeBron James. I'm just saying, Gary's speaking facts.
3: I'm just saying, everybody know, oh, his brutality. He's so good, he's going to be a great DN. There was tight ends pancaking him in training camp because he didn't know what he was doing. LeBron doesn't know what he's doing. He would not do well. As soon as he gets jammed at, as soon as you put Jalen, Jalen Ramsey on him and jam him at the line, LeBron's shutting it down. He ain't going to get off this- that jam and he can't do
1: nothing. Gary, think about this though. This is why. This is why I find it interesting. I, again, like nobody's ever said, Giannis he can play b- football. Like he can play in the national. I mean, I national it's, football league. It's just the nobody, fandom. Nobody ever
0: said. No, it's, play, his, it's his. It's his. It's like, his size because he's so large. Giannis is six so, ten. I'm talking. But you do know there's a difference. Don't no, play stupid. Nobody
1: said, AD hey, can play in the league. Like nobody's. Nobody. Oh, Ma- Mr. Glass. Play. Mr.
0: Glass in the league. Come on now. Come on, uh, don't don't play sit, don't play stupid. Y'all know what the
1: difference is between LeBron and uh, every LeBron one of the guys. LeBron can never play uh, in the league. So I'm simple. gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you who has a better chance of playing in the league than LeBron James, and that's Dylan Brooks. That's uh, you had lost your mind, <laughs> Draymond <laughs> Green.
3: What? Because uh, they got that dog in them. None of them can play in the league.
1: I, I I'm saying that they can only play in the league because of their mentality. Not they would all get cut in training camp. They would all get they cut. They would, but they, they wouldn't get cut before LeBron.
0: That's I don't believe that. Okay. The what, thing what, with LeBron, what, what position, LeBron would make the team
3: would, to start, and or he'd play in preseason for the ticket sales, and then he would get cut.
1: What position you would Draymond he, play? He played he the don't. same position, tight end. <laughs> That's what he would
3: try to play. He ain't blocking a soul. <laughs> yeah,
1: he, don't, he, doesn't have, he doesn't have to block a soul. He could be uh, the Travis Kelsey or the. The thing is, soon the as soon as they take a
3: hit, they're done.
1: Yes.
0: They're shutting it yes. down. No, LeBron's bringing flopping to the NFL and changing the game. Yeah. Yeah, you ain't. You can't flop. Fandom. Flop. Stupid fandom. No, y'all. I see football players flop. Don't play. Come on. Fandom, man. fandom, yeah. fandom. What, what, what else do you have, Speaking of fandom, speaking of fandom, I want to parlay this into my next topic. I want to get y'all's opinion of this. So group of my buddies that I grew up with, we are heading out for a bachelor party uh, in the next couple of weeks. And one of the events for the bachelor party is our – some of us, uh, we all graduated from Campbell University, not all of us, some of us. Uh, but they're going to play the Carolina Tar Heels in football. At Carolina, so my question is: uh, If you're a lifelong fan of Carolina, but you graduated from Campbell University, which team are you supposed to be pulling for when those teams play heads I'll up go first. each other? I'll go first.
3: Right, go ahead. Uh, I think the obvious answer is the school you graduated from. I grew up a Florida State fan, and. I will root for Louisville all day, every day, over Florida State in a game. I'll still root for Florida State when they're not playing, but when they're playing against each other, it's Louisville all day. You yeah, have to I, have that little bit of favoritism. You have to have that favoritism to where you went to school. You went to school there, you graduated, you are now a – I am now a Louisville Cardinal for life. I didn't go to yeah. Florida State, so I'm, I'm not a Florida State Seminole. I was a fan.
1: Yeah, I I, I agree with you there, Gary, and I can't, I can't even add any more to it. Because be adding to it would take away from it here's the thing what if you're such a big fan like
0: your whole life has revolved around this school and you didn't even really like the school that you went to you just kind of went because you know uh, it was an option so it's just it's just like your school you didn't go there to play sports uh, so you don't have any like loyalties for the sense that you like were in the trenches for that school. You just went to that school. That doesn't change anything for you. You still you still think that you gotta pull for that school?
3: I still don't think it changes anything because you are rooting for that school when you went there. You graduated from that school. Again, you have a diploma from that school. You don't have a diploma from the other school. They are a rival now. They are against you. They wanna yeah, see it, you fail.
1: Yeah, that that's kind of wild though, that you can go to another college but be a fan of another college and like be torn like you're torn right now like wherever well and you know
0: part of it too is because you know uh well campbell they didn't even have football until once it was our junior leading into our senior year they got a football team so does that change anything for you that they didn't even have a football team until our senior year
3: i still don't think it does because you should have the loyalty to the school you graduated from
1: Man, there's no loyalty in football these days, man. There's look, I'm gonna tell you. You mean what, hold,
3: there's no loyalty in fandom these days? That's Only what I said
1: yes. There. There's for, no loyalty in fandom. You're absolutely right. Yeah.
0: No, I just I just thought about that because you know I I know most of us are gonna be pulling for uh, Campbell, but I know at least one of my friends is a diehard Carolina fan. He's definitely gonna be pulling for Carolina, and I and I, and I guess I've always just accepted. That he's such a diehard Carolina fan that it doesn't seem weird to me that he went. He is in the wrong.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. He's in the wrong. <laughs> he
1: he really is. He, uh, he really is.
3: You, it's only one game it's one game every ten years. They may get to play each other. And and so
0: and, and now that Carolina uh, shit the bed against Virginia, uh we're not even, you know, playing for an undefeated season anymore. So So you, you
3: should root for your school you went to. That's just
0: how it should be.
2: Yeah, like, It should, high it high should be
3: easy room. to change. Like, for me, I grew up, I liked Kentucky basketball when I was younger because I was born in Kentucky and all that kind of stuff, and Kentucky basketball was good. As soon as I went to Louisville, I despise Kentucky basketball. I despise everything about Kentucky now.
1: I'm a Louisville I, I, through and through. I used to be an Arkansas fan. I committed to Arkansas coming out of high school. I didn't ultimately go, obviously. A uh, huge Memphis fan. Like, I to the point to where I don't, like, Arkansas is a rival, like I don't even I I see it now. And I'm like, just disgusted. But if you're going to a school, and you're playing for that school, or you're paying for that school, then that's the school that you need to pull for because that's where your money is going.
0: Correct. Even if you don't have any attachment, like emotionally, to that school, other than you You, went there, you you attached to it. You got a diploma from there. Well, well, you know, because you know, because like, if even if it's like, hey, man, I didn't really want to go to school, but I went there because you know, it's just kind of, kind of what, what, what what works out.
1: Um, You don't give them a pass. Well, wow. you gotta understand.
3: Tell Sandro uh, he's in the wrong. Yeah, it, it, it
1: doesn't matter if it even whether it worked out or it didn't work out, or you end up going there. If you have a diploma from there and memories and such, that's that's who you pull for because you have no memories.
0: I will say this: he was he was on the Campbell cheerleading team, so man. he literally was. Cheering he got, for Campbell. He got, he got scholarship money to cheer for Campbell, and now he's going to turn his back on him. <laughs>
1: I got so many questions.
3: He, he is in the wrong. I know that's just what you wanted to hear, but you just wanted us to tell him he's in the wrong.
0: Uh huh. Uh huh. No, I I I don't expect him to to pull for the Campbell's. But I, we I got to give him junk because I know he's listening. <laughs> But uh but yeah, so that's that's all I had. Did you have anything else? I know we we have our uh next week's Halloween weekend. We're gonna be pulling out our annual Halloween episode. We
3: can. Yeah, sir. Yeah. This is what the what? time everybody gets to see Time's face.
0: In some degree. With a mask on, probably. It's usually his face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so funny. Let's 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 real quick run through we got because we got a little bit of time before we hit that hour. What what any surprises in the NFL this week that you? Every one of them. So many surprises, but I love it. I love that
3: Baltimore shut uh, all the nonsense of Detroit down.
1: Yeah, why, was, why don't you that was like ugly. Detroit? Why don't I I
0: don't
1: me. I don't dislike
3: Detroit. I just they
1: what what did they coach do to you, man? You is it that you don't like the culture over there? <laughs> well, oh, I picked Detroit like, to
3: surprise it? everybody this year. That was my I surprise team. That,
1: like,
2: I I have heard so
3: much I'm just it. rooting for Lamar. I, I was just rooting for Lamar. I but I will say I with am. Baltimore, so this I so I have a pick up and you pick who weeks I picked Baltimore to beat Detroit, and I was one of like twenty percent of the people that picked them. The only reason why I picked them is because, truly, Baltimore plays better against good teams. When they play bad teams, they play terrible. They play down to their competition, and that's how they lose games to the the worst teams. And they play so much better against good teams in the regular season. So that's why I had that was my reasoning behind picking them, and they looked outstanding. And when get out, I'm
1: going to tell you something, man. I I I don't have a lot of respect for Cleveland. Uh Nick chubbs was always a guy that I like watching run the football and like how he worked. I was a huge fan or still am a huge fan of Nick Chubb and I'm hoping he get healthy soon. But I got to ask you this, Gary, cuz this man has been on an absolute wrecking ball. How good is Miles Garrett, bro? Like this last couple of games even against San Francisco, he showed up, kind of took over the game. You had to know where he was. And yesterday, bro, oh man, he was everywhere, just causing all type of chaos. Like, how good is Miles Garrett?
3: I would say he is really good. Um, really, really good. I never played him, played against on, him, so I don't on. know.
1: Hold on, you gotta let me finish. Miles Garrett, TJ Watts, TJ Watt, Bosa. Which one are you going with like who's who's out of that group of three or four is miles Garrett the best of the if DMs? I was like
3: starting a, if, if if I was starting Michael a parsons team right now, the ages they are, I'm going parsons uh I'm going bosa parsons Nick bosa that is parsons Garrett and then uh Watt. Because of the ages, because TJ Watt's the oldest. If I'm I wanted to say who's the actual best player right now,
1: playing, playing, playing right now. Garrett. Right now, it's probably, Production.
3: it is really tough. It's close between TJ Watt and Miles Garrett. And then I think okay. Parsons is right behind them, and Nick Bose has been injured, so he hasn't been producing the way he should be. And I would say he's right there. But also, if you watch the games, like I watched some of the game with Cleveland their tackles for Indianapolis terrible
2: <laughs> good lord they're
3: bad and that's the thing it's like it's that's what you want from your guys if you have an elite dn you want them to abuse bad tackles and that's what he did he abused cuz if you watch them they didn't even get their hands on them they didn't even yeah. get and that was that's a frustrating thing for me knowing I, I had to do a lot of pass blocking at tight end like it's so easy at least get your hands on them to stop them uh, but they don't. It, it's so frustrating. And plus, I got spoiled because I watched Joe Thomas do it for so long. So watching his techniques really spoiled him and Jordan Gross. I was fortunate to watch two Hall of Fame tackles play the game. So uh, it's frustrating watching other guys do it and be so bad <laughs> at times. But again, I would say it's really – because the thing is with Watt, Watt drops back and he gets a lot of interceptions. He just got one last week too. Or uh, yesterday, like he gets interceptions. He also rushes the passer, and I would say he doesn't have anywhere near as good of other players on the O line as Cleveland does, or as Nick Bosa does, or as Dallas does. Everybody knows T.J. Watts the best, and there's nobody even closer to him, and they have to really worry about him. And he still makes plays. There's other players on on uh, Cleveland's line. There's other players on San Francisco's line. Other players on Dallas's line that they have to worry about too, so it's hard to double all the time. There's not that you're really worrying about on Pittsburgh, and he still makes plays. That's the crazy thing to me.
1: Okay. I like it. What you got, Tom, before we get out?
0: Uh, I just want to say that I'm very thankful my Panthers didn't lose this week.
3: They had a good game. They had a good game.
0: Yeah, yeah they, <laughs> they look good. They look good chilling.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: but uh, besides that, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. One
1: and six, Gary. One and six. Yeah. That's what one they're going to finish six. at? No, that's what they are right now. One and six.
3: When did they win a game?
1: I was about to say. Uh, did they not play a game? Did they not? Did, you not counting the buy as a win?
0: <laughs> I would count that as a tie okay, so I would say oh six, six, six and one 0-6-1 and one. Okay. Yeah. Right. okay okay fair enough. fair enough oh man my poor Panthers they're such a terrible state of affairs the wrestling. fact that
3: the Bears can win a game with a guy who hasn't the only division two quarterback in the NFL and hasn't played a game since 2022 versus the Colorado school of minors. And they won a game that is outrageous to me. And Carolina can't win a game. I just don't understand. There's so many other things wrong going wrong in Carolina. It's just, it's, I don't know. Is it the coach? What is it? They got to do something. The owner,
0: the owner is trying to sabotage the team so they move? move it. Oh yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Where's he gonna move to? Uh, I don't know. Wherever he wants to move him. Speaking it's of moving, Carolina. <laughs> I think he's out of the Carolinas. Speaking of moving, uh, did y'all hear anything about CM Punk wanting to come back to WWE and they rejected it? Do y'all think that's true?
1: uh i wouldn't doubt it with the way it went but no i don't i don't i'm gonna tell you what's going on right now what's going on right now and you mark my words on this and then we're gonna let the people go what's going on right now with cm punk is one of the greatest marketing ploys of all time we have aew we have impact now going back to tna we have um we have WWE. We have these three companies right now. And there's uh, the same wrestlers are wrestling for all three companies, depending on who get fired, who doesn't get fired. But CM Punk right now is an anomaly from a standpoint of he's not the easiest person to work with, but you don't really care about him being easy to work with or not because the fans and the publicity and everything that comes with him is worth the headache that he brings. But now how can I drum up enough publicity to get people so excited about him coming that no matter how bad, because we, it's known from locker room to locker room that he's had issues behind the scenes. Good, bad, or indifferent, he's had issues and they've been well-documented. So how can we offset those Because it's not a matter of if we're going to have problems out of them. It's a matter of when. And uh, Vince McMahon is no longer the head of WWE. It's a company, another company. Triple H is kind of trying to figure out, like, the writing or uh, wherever he is in the company right now. So I think the best time for him to come back is now. Like, there's no other... But now, who do you feud him against, though? Like, I mean, how do you... What direction do you go in once he's there?
3: Take the title off, Reigns. Somebody's got to. It's so boring. Why are you taking the title off the goat? It's so boring. Like, it's so bad right now. WWE is really stale. And it's very upsetting uh the storylines are just bad and it's just uh it's hard to watch
0: do you do you actually watch
3: i try i even try to get tickets <laughs> to the royal rumble and then the prices are just way too expensive nowadays and the product they're putting out isn't worth it
0: i was gonna yeah because it's in tampa right so that's right down mm-hmm.
3: it's just not worth the price it's going to cost for what's being put out. Like it's, we already know who's going to win the, or the rumble Cody Rhodes is probably going to win it again, just because they're going to try and get another feud unless there's a surprise and they do the rock who knows, but it's just not going to be anything that's super surprising because that's just how they work. The storylines are just too predictable nowadays. And it's just getting very stale. You try to watch and you're like, okay, this is already know who's going to win. All right. Well, no need to watch this. And it's the same victory every time. It's just, It's boring
1: right now okay so so this is how we end the podcast and i think this is a great way to end the podcast gary i'm gonna let you go first and then Tom, you'll go second and then i'll close it out you got jay cat jay just signed with wwe how do you present her to the wwe who does she feel with first and when do you when does she make her appearance is it the next pay-per-view? Is it, hey, I'm going to bring her out on a Monday night? Is she a, is she a Friday night smackdown? Obviously, she's a Monday night Raw talent. But like where do you put her and who do you feud her with first in order for you to maximize her potential? Because she's the black Superman right now.
3: I would love to see her feud with Bianca Belair to start. Hmm. And then, What's but the, again, now you're going to make Jade. Is it Jade. because they're both black? No, it's because, no. They're black? No, it's because they're, ah. they're, Bianca Blair is very <laughs> over. And Bianca Blair is a, is a uh, she's a face. So you make Jade. It, it depends on what they're going to do. If Jade's going to be a heel, then you, I would like to see your Bianca. Bianca's not champ right now, right? Uh, I don't
0: right now she lost. It. Yeah, she that's what
3: it. I'm saying. I don't think she deserves a title shot right away, but that'd be a good intro into it. And like, now, you're going to have Bianca probably take the loss because you want to build Jade. But it all depends. If Jade's the face, I mean the heel, then you could have it be like a way where you save the face's character by like a disqualification win or something well, like
1: now, Well, now, hold, up, hold on now, Gary. Now, the only reason why Jade is who she is right now is because they built her up like they built Ryback up. when. when That's Ryback what I'm saying. Was a, so, is she going like, to be a face
3: a time, or a heel, though? For Matt. But is she gonna, that, it all depends on how she comes in. Is she going to be a face or a heel? Because if she's going to come in as a face and you're going to keep like the streak type thing, then you're going to start off with a lower name and, it's, and that's not going to really get her over. I think you have to start with a bigger name and then she has to get over right away if you're going to go that way out. Now, if, it's, if she's going to be a face and it's not going to be Belair, I think you could have her take on... Who's the champions right now? I know... Um, isn't Becky a champion right now? And and right R- 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 Ripley. So yeah, I would yeah, say right, you would have right. her. You could have her go against Osaka and beat Osaka because asaka' is an established person. You could have her beat her, and that starts whatever it's going to be for her. I just don't know what route they're going to go with her. But you got to give her a big. I wouldn't mind seeing her start off with Charlotte Flair, but they don't put Charlotte Flair in those situations, so I don't know.
1: Now you know damn well that ain't going to happen.
0: Oh, I know. What you got?
1: What you got, Tom?
0: says on Wikipedia, says current champion is Io Sky. Okay. Is the w who, who, who do you? I think, you think you? she starts with Charlotte Flair.
3: But then you're gonna have Charlotte lose? Yes. No, Charlotte doesn't usually do that, right? Exactly.
0: <laughs> I don't exactly. think. I
3: don't think it's character. I think it's Bay, they. They it squashed
0: Bianca Belair. Well, careful, man.
3: <laughs> that chin.
0: Was he just trying to give me a kiss? <laughs> they they let Becky squash Bianca Belair and I I think that I mean I love Bianca Belair. I think she's a beast. I think that's something where you build her up first and then let them have like a clash of the Titans uh at WrestleMania or something. But I think as far as her first coming in, the heavy is the crown that wears the head, you gotta go for the queen. Take out Charlotte Flair with your you, first. You can't be the queen if you're not the champ.
1: But so, yeah, but, but so she's got so much. All, all of y'all are wrong. All of y'all are wrong. The, 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 the. You, you the got her beating Roman Reigns. There's only one answer to this question. Jade will come out, and Becky Lynch will be the first one that she wrestles. That's that's that. The, the man is. There's nobody more over than the man. Ripley. I mean, I, I say you can tell the Angela I mean, hadn't watched wrestling in a couple of years. No, no, days. I have, but you can't you can't put her against you can't put Jade against her and have Jade lose. The,
3: the problem is about. if you're gonna put her against Becky, Becky's been moonlighted on NXT. You're gonna bring Jade to NXT for their first match? Because Becky's been fighting everybody in NXT right now.
1: I yeah, I know. Show. You didn't know
3: that. So <laughs> Well
1: no, it's it's not that. I'm just saying, like, if you wanna if you wanna legitimize her streak that you started the AW because she's billed right now as like a Ryback type, like a Bill Goldberg type. She doesn't lose. She has the muscles. She like everything about her screams Ryback. So with that being said, you go Becky Lynch, you go Osaka. Then you throw in like a few like randoms in there. Then you throw a Bel-Air, Then you throw it before you give her an actual title shot. So she has some of those names in there that you would have. She, I don't think she gets
3: title. a. I don't think she gets a title shot for a long time. I think she wins the female Royal no, Rumble.
1: You can't. You can't. You can't no. say that because Ellen no. Knight got a title shot, and I'm still trying to figure out how the hell he got. No,
3: it. I don't think she'll get a title shot soon. I think she'll win the women's Royal Rumble, and then they'll save it for WrestleMania.
1: You think that they'll be that obvious?
3: Yes, because WWE, we're talking about.
0: <laughs> if she's the in the Royal Rumble, hey. she wins it. Could she? Could her first feud be with Roman Reigns? No. I hate this guy. Can we just how hate? big? The, thank you, of you guys a
1: for, hey, Thank you guys so much for joining <laughs> us on the, for the podcast. <laughs> uh, I, I know it's, you, can, you can, can let her have, first
3: one be against Logan Paul, and her beat Logan Paul, and I'm fine with that.
1: Yeah. Monday is a very rough day for a lot of us, including time. For him to think that that would be a great match. Thank you for joining us. And we out! We out! (laughs) You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar
0: podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage.